Welcome to Job Seekers Radio. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. This is a podcast dedicated to providing you meaningful support to find great careers faster. We are coming to you today from the beautiful Pacific Northwest in the city of Portland. You know it as the City of Roses. Today on Job Seekers Radio, we're continuing our discussion about the anatomy of a networking conversation. If you haven't done so already, go listen to the first two in this series. The first one was setting up the networking conversations and the icebreaker. So today we'd like to talk about how we guide conversations, uh, whether it's specifically in networking, but this is true really of any conversation that you're having with someone. Um, Asking good questions and listening to the answers really is your best way to have an effective interaction with someone else. It is actually the secret sauce of networking is asking questions. It takes the pressure off of you, which is a good feeling. It gets the other person talking so that you can learn more about them. I don't see any downsides to it unless you ask close-ended questions too often. Right. Okay, so that that could be something to watch out for. Asking open-ended questions is more difficult than it sounds unless you've practiced it. So we, the first thing we talk about is plan it and practice it. If you are already skilled with asking open-ended questions, now the challenge is going to be how do I listen and formulate an open-ended question based on what this person just said. That is a skill that does take rehearsal. And let's also not forget the number one myth about networking is it's a place for you to talk about yourself and your need for employment and to introduce a resume. Okay, so let's, if we take that off the table, what's the alternative, Scott and Andrew? Well, it's actually asking questions. Right. There's a lot of networking that goes on inside organizations. Uh, Twice a year, my organization has a conference of some kind, and that's just general conferences. That's not about the individual department conferences that also happen. But in these conferences, we provide opportunities for our employees to interact with one another and to network. We have a lot of of lateral movement within our organization because we value the different perspectives that come from working in different departments. So networking is not reserved only for those who are looking for work. With that in mind, when you are at a networking event for job seekers, this should be a familiar territory if you've had the pleasure or good fortune of working in an organization that has a lot of internal networking in the first place. On the flip side, if you are new to an organization that does this, remember what you're learning as you're looking for work so that you are using those same skills because they each lead to the same kind of effective conversation. And in every case, the questions you ask and the answers you receive that generate new questions are what people will remember in terms of their connection with you. During this episode, we're really intending to give you some ideas, some thoughts around Uh, questions to ask, how to ask them, and how to progress the conversation in a direction you want it to go without appearing to be manipulative. Absolutely. And this is the uh, idea of coaching. If you have worked with a coach, you may recognize what we're going to be talking about. If you have coached others, you should absolutely be familiar with this idea. 
You don't want to ask leading questions because that is how you manipulate people. But when you open the, 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 the eyes of understanding, if that's a, a good phrase, um, for the other person in the direction that you've been thinking about, that is how you guide a conversation by asking the right questions. What questions do I ask and how do I ask them? Uh, so we, we started with talking about open-ended questions. I think these are good uh, starters and starting very simply with something about their career or their um, interests, something that is kind of low stakes. This is a good place to start with the kinds of questions you want to ask. Make sure though, you already set up this meeting, right? In the first podcast of this series, we talked about that, setting up the meeting. And at that point, you established a purpose for the meeting. Just make sure your questions are related to the purpose of that meeting. Right. And then once you're at the icebreaker phase, you kind of initiate that conversation in that direction. I can now ask questions about that purpose. One caveat that I'll mention at this point is when you've started to ask the other person the questions and they don't seem terribly responsive, this is a good moment to remember what a closed-ended question can do. And you ask them yes or no questions, but hopefully you've practiced a few questions that you are likely to get a yes. The more times a person says yes, the better the connection will be. So you're asking questions that are still relevant to the, the, the topic at hand. Um, you are asking questions that you feel comfortable uh, with a, an affirmative response. Get them used to saying yes and then come back to your open-ended questions because now they're, they're already feeling good about talking. I'm almost getting the feeling this is like a dance. And so it's important to take cues from the other party on, you know, what's the next question I should ask? If this one didn't get the response I wanted, I need to, go, you know, steer the, the conversation in a different direction. Another uh, connection with that analogy of dancing is unless you have a specific choreography that must be done, dancing is a whole lot of improvising on steps that you already know. So when you look at the networking conversation and you, you've got all these questions, open-ended questions that you want to ask, think of them as dance steps. They're not necessarily going to come in the same order. They're not going to be delivered in quite the same way. And yet the dance is fulfilling, it's fun, and you feel good about the experience when the song is over. And keep the end in mind. When you're in a networking conversation, it's important to know that you've established that at the beginning with the icebreaker. And when you schedule the meeting, you, you almost let them know, hey, this is what I'm interested in getting out of the conversation based on the purpose. So just make sure that you're headed in that direction with your questions. And it, assuming this is networking and it's working both ways, you can also be asking questions whether or not you are giving them the information that they are looking for. Another idea um, talking about effective questions is as you're approaching these conversations, remember that every time you're talking to somebody, you have the opportunity to learn something new. This is good for the conversation, not only because you're showing interest, but that enthusiasm actually helps to solidify uh, the rapport that you've been trying to build. You're, you're, you're validating the value for both parties. 
as you're looking for information from them and you're enthusiastic about what they're saying, they will want to tell you more. And the effective questions then become valuable for both of you. Let's talk about some softball questions for those of you that want maybe some examples. You could focus on the company. I see you're working for XYZ Company. Can you tell me more about your role at the company? Or where is the company headed? Or what is your experience with them? Just so you get the juices flowing. These are softball questions that virtually anybody you meet can answer. And it's generally positive. Of course, with the example that I just gave, what is it like working there? It might be that you're tapping into something that they don't really want to talk about because they're looking for something else. And that gives you a different topic to discuss. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. Just be careful. Well, take the cue back from your audience. Absolutely. If If you get that response, say, hey, well, tell me about your career. Where are you wanting to go? What is your next step? Where would you prefer to be that you're not now? And so when you get into these conversations, resist the temptation to open your mouth and speak and be more focused on, hey, how can I help this person across from me? Now, if it's around the career path, that's great. One question I encourage all the people I coach because it's so easy is once you get them talking, you know, whatever they say last, you know, I've done project management and I got a PMP certification. PMP certification, that's interesting. Tell me more. Right. about how the PMP certification is working in your career and why is that so valuable to you? Yeah, can you tell me more is a, a simple uh, request that they will want to tell you more if the connection is there. The other one is how did you do that? Or So if you see that somebody got promoted from, say, uh, um, senior manager to director to VP, you might say, hey, tell me more about how you went through this path or how you got your way to Amazon, which a lot of my coaching clients are asking me about. I'd like to work for anybody as long as it's Amazon. Well, (laughs) you know, go talk to people at Amazon that used to work at your company you're at now and ask them, how did you do that? Right. How did you is a great way to get people talking. And it's not a closed ended question that will be over. How did you move up into that position? Well, it was a long uh, process. Tell me more. Uh, How did you reach that uh, or achieve that uh, project goal? Well, I worked with all these different people. Really, tell me more. You're keeping them talking about something that hopefully interests them, that they've had a good experience with. You are safe in discussing these sorts of things, and it keeps the anxiety level down for both of you. And don't forget to repeat and affirm. Wow, so you became a director. That's cool. Good for you. Congratulations or whatever. Just affirm that, you know, so that makes them feel good. Um, It's amazing how today in many companies, organizations that I've worked with, how very few people even get a kind word in a, mo- in a month right. or a week or even a day. And so by you coming in and having a conversation with them and offering them a little bit of affirmation, they're going to feel good about it and they're going to associate that feeling with you. So as you're talking to them about how they did whatever it is that, that they did, you can then ask them, what skills did you learn or did you use in making that that move? Because now you're going to be able to talk about things that you can do, either the things you have in common or perhaps it's a skill that you don't have and would like to, to work on. Perhaps they can help you find someone to help you work on that skill. Or better yet, they may be willing to work with you themselves. And throughout this conversation, they may be starting to get the impression that you're a 
a good person, right? right? That they like you, that maybe they want to help you and maybe they want to have you work there. And best you know, case scenario, you have the skills to and the, the, the right uh, cultural uh, values that you may fit within their organization. They may not know of a job right now that would be open that would meet your uh, specific skill set. But now they have a reason to go look and perhaps recommend you. And if they're a hiring manager, even better. Yeah. They may be already thinking about the future or somebody that quit this morning or a guy that's just not working out on their team. Or somebody who's going to be retiring in three weeks. Whatever that case might be, you just be happen to at the right place at the right time, yep. having the right conversation, asking the right questions to get them to start thinking about you in that role. How many questions do you think you should ask in a networking meeting? Oh, I think that varies on the meeting, on the conversation. Um, but as we were saying earlier, it's important to be reading the conversation as you're going. Um, every conversation, though, should have some kind of expected next step. Uh, what are we getting out of this? And that question should be answered in both directions. What am I getting out of it? And what is the other person getting out of it? If I can offer something, so much the better. And it's okay to ask. So when we're talking about next steps, it's okay to ask what's the next step. That will take a different form depending on the conversation. But when they ask questions of you, here's an opportunity for you to set up your next steps. We talked a little bit earlier about these transitions or these pivots or these segues. And so I think it's important to remember that you probably have a set amount of time that you've de dedicated to this meeting and so did they that they committed and you want to honor that time. So just be aware that, hey, we've been talking now for 20 minutes. This might be a good opportunity for us to go this direction, right? So, you, so you can honor their time unless they, they decide to stretch it, of course. Don't don't stop them. But, um, you know, if it's somebody that I know closely um, that he, he'll keep talking as long as you're listening. Um, so you could be there for two or three hours. Um, I, I'm with a really valuable conversation, yeah. but it's only one. Yeah. One one conversation. Uh, so for three hours. Yeah, that could happen. So the idea is, even though you've gone into this and you've set it up and you've you've done the icebreaker and you've now asked the questions. Now's the time to think about a transition or a pivot to what you intended to get out of the conversation to begin with. Uh, it's a training technique. Tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. This helps people to not only understand what was just discussed, but to remember it. So as you're looking at how you've asked the questions, how you've positioned your answers, how you have led them lead, help them lead the, the conversation, whatever that is, you're going to have an opportunity to make that easy transition from the qu question and answer to uh, next steps and how to ask for it. And we talked about this in the interview podcast we did. I'll leave a link to that podcast in the show notes if you care to see it. A lot of the techniques and skills that we're talking about also apply to interviewing. So the one that I would point to that if you're getting in a position where um, they start asking you questions, this is a good indicator, by the way. So if they start asking you questions, make sure that you answer the question and then you ask a similar related question back so you can regain a little bit of control in steering the, the conversation to the direction you want it to go. Now, you know 
how to ask questions and position your answers. You have learned how to schedule meetings and actually go and do them. Um, the question now I have for you is who can you contact today to practice asking questions and being an active listener? Um, is there someone in your inner circle? Family or, or friends? Or a good colleague um, who, is, who is honest in their support right. and feedback. This can be somebody at your former company. This can be somebody that you have met in professional associations. Whatever that that connection is, turn to them and, and practice asking questions, open-ended questions. Uh, if you can make it fun, so much the better. That does it for this episode of Job Seekers Radio. All of the show notes and resources are available at jobseekersradio.com forward slash 017. So thank you for joining us today for this episode of Job Seekers Radio. Your investment of time and attention and interest is really appreciated. We really get a lot out of these, and I'm hoping you do too. Share this with other people and go ahead and go to the website and leave us feedback. Um, there is a contact us form. We'd like to have your questions or your feedback, and we might actually answer your question on the podcast. Head over to iTunes if you would and subscribe to get future episodes. While you're there, would you please give us that review? We appreciate the feedback because we want to make sure that this is actually valuable to you. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. We'll see you next time on Job Seekers Radio. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. But bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.